0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hall of Murphy. We got two more episodes of Peace... Well, I almost said Peace Walker. (laughs) Peacemaker to talk about. Start this off right. How are you doing, John? Uh, Good, good. Uh, So glad to be back. So we got a lot to talk about. We got two episodes of Peacemaker. Got it right. And we got some news. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Wow, it's... DC is really ramping up everything. But Mm -hmm. before we get into the big the big details let's start how did you feel about the last two episodes generally how was peacemaker for you peacemaker was like basically i think
1: everything i wanted it to be Mm -hmm. but it was um it did feel it's not going to say like it, it it didn't get too crazy like how everybody you know how people how people take these series you know like specifically the marvel series yeah, you know, with, with WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and a Soldier. Oh, this so-and-so is gonna show up, so-and-so is gonna show up. And you know, James Gunn's a very, you know, uh informed man on comic book knowledge. People, you know, I'm happy there wasn't too much of that around the series. It just felt like a show that wasn't, you know, being talked up so much. Cause you know, just with all the like the, the cameo rumors and everything, it just sometimes you just burned out on it. Like, I don't care. I just just give me like a good story, and I think that's you know, that's what Peacemaker did. And I think the hardest thing it had to do was, you know, redeem Peacemaker, and it, it it definitely did that.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Like the thing is, Peacemaker's advantage is there's expectations are pretty much zilch. You're not going in expecting certain stories, certain something, mm-hmm. certain characters, and I feel like peace. You know, Peacemaker made the best of it by just focusing on these characters, these pretty much nobodies in the market, and kind of proving the fact that doesn't matter how well known the character is if you write a good story have a good have a good cast and a compelling a compelling character art for this for the for the for everyone you're gonna have people hooked you're gonna have people watching and interested to return every week even if you throw in a massive surprise at the end it's gonna be like oh wow this is even better yeah um
1: like that's the thing, like this like there weren't any like huge like I mean I guess there were some big some pretty big like you know at the end of uh, I think episode 3 or 4 uh, we yeah I think it's episode, end of episode 4 we see um, you know the big reveal that Myrn is a butterfly Yeah, and uh, it's just like it's reveals that make sense like you know not a real reveal like uh, I guess say I, I, mean, I mean it might be a little bit uh, you know not fit well but you know the end of the episode of WandaVision where Pietro just shows up yeah. I don't know, it just feels more fluid here. It works. It it makes sense. It's not coming out of left field. Mm. You you know, there's there's a certain build up to it. Like like when they're in the when they're in the golf manner and the the grenade blows up and and Harc- Harcourt realizes, "Oh, why didn't he take that much damage? Why was he fine from that?" when well, me and Leota are like, you know, barely hanging on.
0: Yeah. I I will say like the thing is with Bond with that twist. is the Pietro twist was technically meant to get you go what the hell's going on mm-hmm. because you know there's an in universe and a meta narrative to it i yeah. think a better comparison is book of boba Fett, especially in recency oh yeah i i reviewed the series for the for the website and like i liked it but mm-hmm. it wasn't a show it was a yeah. it was a, a real pretty much at the end of the day it was it
1: was not it was not structured well and it just it's some of these like Cadbane, oh my god one of the most i think successful original characters from the clone wars yeah. is just thrown into the second to last episode and you know we didn't we didn't really and, you know this is he says, this is his live action debut yeah. and here he's just he's, he's killed off like <laughs> like ten minutes of screen time, and it's like imagine if you introduced him at the end of episode one or the end of episode two. Yeah, and you just we built up and we saw like you know the the, the final battle between Boba and Kat would have been so much more impactful.
0: Yeah, it and like that highlights the thing that I think Peacemaker does well that like Boba Fett didn't do. Peacemaker pretty much focused on the story of its character from beginning to end. And everything Mm -hmm. happened around him that was necessary. We had references to the Justice League. We had him mention them, but they didn't show up. So them, spoilers, them showing up at the end was Mm -hmm. like this huge, oh, "Oh, wow. You know, they actually, especially they got Jason Momoa. They got Ezra Miller to come back for this like mini- i mean hell i know people are pissed for some reason that aquaman would say fuck you barry oh they can hilarious. get over
1: themselves dude which, such it tools so,
0: <laughs> it was hilarious and it worked so incredibly well but it was a payoff because there was a buildup to it mm-hmm. at bane was never mentioned or hinted at until he appears in the story yes he has a really cool entrance but it made no sense to someone who has no idea who this character is, outside of going, Oh, he's pretty badass. And then the next episode they go, Oh, Boba, you and I have a history. And you're like, Well, where's this history? <laughs> go watch seven seasons of the Clone Wars. Uh, I confess I haven't. I haven't seen oh, the Clone Wars. <laughs> really,
1: really good. Much better than Book of Boba Fat. But I liked I liked I liked Boba in it I mean, when he was in it. I mean, it's- Peacemaker and Bobo, I mean, they both wear helmets, I mean, but, you know, one's done much better. Yeah. And, sorry, go on. No, no, you go, you go. No, I was going to say, like, just these last two episodes, just a perfect bow on the series, to be honest. And I think even just a perfect bow, but that's still a bit loose because there's still more to tell, and we're getting more because you know we're getting season two, and reportedly season an HBO Max boss said season two could come as early as next year,
0: yep, which would be crazy. I think Latin American boss, yeah. Yeah.
1: So and just like these last two episodes, stop dragging my heart around is just crazy because the whole build, like the buildup with his dad, and you know it's cower never with I love also the names. The names are great. They're all they're all puns, <laughs> and that's just such
0: stop a stop. Dragon, my heart. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> uh, I remember the, the the title wasn't listed when the screeners came out, and it was just episode seven. Yeah, and then you know, and then it was updated to stop dragging my heart, and I was like, oh. But um,
0: I mean, if you look at it, it's the first episode is a whole new world with an mm-hmm. not- hi, best friends for never, better off <laughs> <goth goth>. dead. <laughs> though episode four the chode less traveled (laughs) is the best name (laughs) monkey mern after reading i think i gunn talked about how that was
1: uh that was uh what's her name jennifer um jennifer holland's idea
0: for that one but um that's so good
1: stop dragging my heart around oh i i think that one might be my favorite or it's coward never those might be my two favorite names
0: (laughs) i they're so good in names. And the thing is, they they fit. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're all still, like, even the pun itself still has some kind of influence on the story of that episode. And especially, yeah. you know, Stop Dragging My Heart. Like, the whole point of this episode is him facing his father and the reality that's been building up throughout the season about, you know, his dad's a terrible person in many mm-hmm. different ways. I think that's a real shit bag. <laughs> An absolute shit bag, Racist yeah. of food. And it's like, well, actually, he has a Cuckoo's Clan Super Power Ranger armor on top of it all, <laughs> which looked great flying around. It was kind of yeah. hilarious. I didn't expect him to actually fly around, though it is a suit that looks goofy when he's just walking.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, shout out, Mary, who said he's just a really racist Donnie Darko.
0: Oh, so good. Oh, perfect, Mary. <laughs> it, but like, the thing is, is that a lot of this story is that it's, it's pretty much emotional arc first and then the cool action sequence and it's something he did i think incredibly well with the guardians of the galaxy especially because he reinvented them completely mm-hmm. and you see that like um i i love volume two because of the story it's telling with his relationship with his dad and with yondu yeah and it's like everything else the pac-man reference and whatever yes it's there but it's packed mm-hmm. around the emotional journey for star lord Mm-hmm. And you see something very similar with Peacemaker here,
1: yeah I I saw yesterday I saw and I think I saw you talked about it too the, just like a random spurt of hate for guns guardians like yeah. they like they aren't like like he isn't the only reason they're you know who they are now to this day and why they're so popular and how his you know reimaginings, you know yeah works so much better than who they really are because from my knowledge, uh, the Star Lord in the comics
0: is just just, just a dick, yeah he's. I think they're all kind of just dicks. <laughs> even, even the tree, yeah. <laughs> even Groot is mostly just kind of evil to people.
1: <laughs> it's like I think he he really did, you know, a number of them. I feel like a yeah, good he did a good job. I, I just I hate to see that that feat, you know, diminished by Twitter stands.
0: Yeah, I, the thing is, is that I I always say we're stuck in a cycle. Is that like, Peacemaker right now is a high point. I bet you in a half a year, in a year, people are going to say it wasn't that good. Yeah, half a year just later, that. They're
1: going to be like, mid, mid, it's mid-maker.
0: Just, it's, it's just constantly a cycle of how things are received. You know, we see it with Marvel all the time. Like, when something comes out, every film is the best. Everyone's, oh, I love this one so much. I love this one. And as soon as, like, kind of the hype goes away, people want to talk about things. But if they don't know what else to say, they tend to talk about the things they didn't like.
2: Mm-hmm. And that
0: becomes the narrative. And you see it with a lot of, you know, a lot of media nowadays. Even Peacemaker got shit on for, I don't know, for the strangest things. It was like, oh, it was too violent. Oh, it was it was too sexist. I was like, well, that's kind of the
1: <laughs> That's the point. That's yeah. that's like people were I saw somebody saying that the, that the that the suicide squad was needlessly violent. And I was like, what? It's the name is called the Suicide
0: Squad. What do you think you're going to get? Even in the first one, someone's head's blown up. I mean, let's talk about the fact that we have a movie in theaters called The Suicide Squad. (laughs) Yeah, and one of the members is a giant fucking shark. But, like, like even I I have to confess, like, when I watched it initially, I was surprised by how violent it was because Mm -hmm. the first one is, let's be honest, very tame for a Suicide Squad story. So, when, you know, when Rooker's head blows off, I'm like, oh, oh, actually, that's <laughs> <makes public
1: spin." laughs> And it says Warner Brothers presents, and then the canary comes <laughs> down
0: and starts picking at him. Uh, it, it, was, it was just like, and everyone's like, oh, he's going to ruin it. It's like, I'm just more amazed that Warner <laughs> Brothers let him do that. <laughs> yeah. We so talk about the people that censor ev- censored everyone, supposedly, but they are like, Oh, you want our logo to be made of blood? Go for it. <laughs> We're talking about the same group of people.
1: I mean, maybe more of DC that made Harley Quinn cut a scene from season 3 that cuz, you know, heroes don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean, in this piece because, you know, it's obviously, you know, not true because he had a pretend go and state like, "Oh, obviously, you know, Pete, you know, Superman doesn't actually have uh, you know, his weird kinks and Batman, you know, Wonder Woman wasn't IF in him across the room, and Green Arrow's Green Arrow's not doesn't have a brony costume. He's just a brony. <laughs> the brony costume. Also, you know, confirmation Green Arrow exists. He's a known vigilante, yeah. I guess. He's out kinda, there. I I mean, after that, I mean, come on, he's got to be coming soon. I mean, I mean, there might not be that much connection, but I mean, if if Warner Brothers, you know, is starting to look that go that way, which it looks like they are. I mean, yeah, I got think a movie good called
0: HBO Max film.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, hey, there's a Black Canary movie coming out on HBO Max. I mean, you know, those two are pretty important to each other.
0: I still, I think a long time ago, there was the rumor of them making a, a Max film, I think, where it's him yeah. out of prison. I would love to see that. He
1: gets locked into, he gets locked up and has to, uh, has to uh,
0: work with villains to escape that's a cool idea. Like yeah. do that. Like, because it makes them stand out more besides just being, you know, a vigilante. It's just yeah. like, oh, he has to work with people. Maybe people he put there, that's a cool idea. Do something different. You can do and I feel like James Gunn is pushing them to do different things. And Marvel's doing the same thing. They're pushing towards kind of innovating more and more. You know, it's a bit slower there because they have a formula to success. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers right now is seeing we need to do stuff different. We need to stand out. And and it's, to working. To it. yeah, it's working. Yeah, it's working because you know, Warner Brothers did not waste time getting a,
1: getting Wonder Woman her film, getting their first you know, solo female film, and they didn't waste time after that, yep. giving the first female ensemble film, superhero film, and now here they are treading water in um, you know the. I mean, I guess they aren't treading. They're just they they're headfirst in to um, R rated you know mature comic book content
0: and it has worked it's working and i'm mm-hmm. like we're getting blue beetle we're yeah. getting a batgirl film without. we're getting me. a theatrical blue beetle film um, theatrical that is, not even batgirl got the theatrical one still and i'm like what the hell <laughs> you know it's gonna be
1: weird if backer batgirl, because Batgirl's is gonna release this year and at this rate it's gonna release around the same time as aquaman true it could be if it doesn't get delayed a few months into like early 2023
0: mm-hmm well they're still filming so we'll have yeah. to see once they start once they end production it gives us a better window yeah but it feels like it's going to be a little less effects heavy from the first outgoing because mm-hmm. they're trying to do a lot of practical stuff Though, just more brenton fraser is always a good thing oh yeah i wonder if he's gonna have a fire i hope he has a firefight costume <laughs> i just imagine he just does not <laughs> just doesn't just <laughs> lighting
1: buildings on fire <laughs> yeah. and like, and like a t-shirt says like Batman Firefly. sucks.
0: <laughs> His favorite band is Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Killer, I hope Killer Moth in the movie. But oh my god, I Who would knows? love, I would love for like one of the, like it all seems like the most evilest of plans. It's terrible. It's nightmarish. And then Killer Moth shows up in a shitty costume. And the, and Batman is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> all of this, you. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out the Batman poster of the Riddler. This guy's more intimidating. <laughs> God.
1: And oh, like, I, <laughs> I did like that uh, Peacemaker earlier in the season did confirm, Um, because like, this is pre-Flash, obviously, because yep. based on what suit we see Barry wearing in the finale. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> But um, uh, obviously pre-Flashpoint, it's canon that Batfleck has fought Batmite, uh, Mad Hatter, uh, the Riddler, probably kite man at some point
0: I, I love that he has that picture framed of him fighting kite man yeah that's like the hero and you kind of I love how that just echoes his story arc pretty much it's just like there's thinking that Batman showed up he beat him up and also cursed him out too
1: late yeah. <laughs> dude i I want to know like more behind peacemaker's like actual origin because like why was his dad making his stuff? Why was um as uh, I I think uh, Richard Newby said in his Peacemaker article? Why was Trailer Park Tony Stark, uh, banging yeah. like Batman? Like I'm not Batman, a Peacemaker. We don't know like why is he making the suits? Did he come up with the moniker? You know the did helmets. He what's up him? with the helmets? How? Yeah, and what's up with the helmets? Why is Peacemaker wearing the helmets and why not? You know, White Dragon.
0: It was that was so weird, and it's like something that I feel like they did for. Story purposes and at the same time to get you going, like, especially because the room they're like, Oh, it's just that kind of room, and everyone else is looking at it, was like, What the fuck do you mean it's just that kind of room? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something up, and it's kind of and I feel like his father haunting him is going to play into that. I feel like we're going to see more of his time becoming Peacemaker next season because mm-hmm. you know, Augie this time, I still love that his name is Augie, yeah, <laughs> the evilest of all villains. Auggie. Auggie. <laughs> but I, I could i could imagine it's like now that he's dead you know there's less of a it's more of him confronting his past because he now accepted that his dad is a shit person yeah and now he has to realize that probably his father was using him for something yeah i wouldn't be surprised if his father sold him out to get go to prison to bell reef yeah true i love it i love to know how he actually got you know how he got caught because that's the thing. He's pretty effective. We saw that in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. love the dick measuring contest between him and It's just so good. Blood spurt. Yeah. They were just... they were, god, We need a rematch. <laughs> oh my god. Give me more Blood point. spurt. Just from yeah. a design perspective, probably joined one of my favorite DC characters. Mm-hmm. I love that design and the weaponry he has. Oh yeah. I Definitely... Um, great look for him i am curious though yeah how how peacemaker so the thing is every dc project every marvel project tries to go bigger yeah and the question is with peacemaker is like there's no reason to really go bigger yeah but our people because the justice league showed up are going to be like okay where's the justice league are they going to show up is he going to join the justice league and i i fear a little bit that expectations besides i think it's going to be you know james gunn said he's going to direct and write everything mm-hmm. um but will because a lot of things that people are talking about in peacemaker mainly was the justice league appearance yeah it was like dominating for good reason it was a great episode to boot i mean mm-hmm. out <laughs> <missile>. especially yeah <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> oh
1: my Sorry. god but i think um I feel like the I feel like the most at least the most talked about thing was definitely the intro because there's just because you finally realize yeah, what it's about. Yeah, and it, plus it was just it's kind of iconic.
0: Yeah, you know, a silly concept actually given way by realizing that the way there it's it's impro- improvisational dancing. Yeah, it literally is telling the story if you look for it. Mm-hmm Cause when I was watching the episode after the butterfly invasion, I was like, I never noticed that the cops are kind of like dead eyed the entire mm-hmm. time. It's like, Oh, is that hinting? Cause it's the three of them together. I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. The I love the yeah. TikToker who started like, Oh, watching episode one. You're just like grooving and like episode four, he's like dancing the whole dance.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, God, I, I remember based on the intro, people were people were thinking Vigilante was going to die because yeah, so uh, both <laughs> yeah both him and Myrn were on the pedestals. They were the only two
0: characters on the pedestals, and well, we know what happened to Myrn.
1: So I thought soft spot.
0: So I'll be honest, I was pissed when Vigilante got shot, and he's like, "Oh," yeah. and he just falls over, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, come on!" And then Hardcore, I'm like, "What the hell?" And I love it like hardcore all the drama. She's shot. She's dying. I'll be honest. She was dying a little too long to survive that shit. But mm-hmm. Peacemaker also survived his stuff somehow. And then Vid V just shows up. He's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> hey." Like, oh, that makes sense. Vid is like you can't kill me that easily. Come on. <laughs> but I like his. Uh, oh, I just I just need to take a short nap and just drops. <laughs> hmm. Freddie Stroma, probably Oh my play. god. John Cena was amazing. I have to be honest though, Vigilante favorite character of the show.
1: Yeah, he seems to have taken over like, you know, a lot of people love him. Love yeah. him. He's like one of the new, you know, favorite characters in the DCEU, which is, you know,
0: deserved. I would be surprised uh, if he gets a spin-off at one oh, point. That would be great. But at the same time, his whole character requires people to play off from. Mhm. And I can't like as much as I would love it. I think he's a better supporting player than a main player.
1: Yeah, God, I'd love to see him up like up with like Harley.
0: Oh yes, that would be yeah. amazing. They would just drive each other nuts, and he's just he's just like trying to kill her the entire time because
1: you know I could just imagine like a future like Harley's with like I don't know vigilantes with like members of the Suicide Squad. He's just like trying to kill them all like through the entire time because you know they broke the law. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Everyone just keeps doing stuff illegally around him, and he just is mm. like always slyly trying to kill him, but he can't. Oh, <laughs> that perfect. Would be so funny. He's, I know Vigilante
1: kills the weasel.
0: <laughs> the weasel's still alive. <laughs> There's a chance. Yeah, man. I would have laughed if he just randomly showed up at the end. <laughs> just with the Justice League panning out, and you see the weasel standing there. You know,
1: I was hoping that the end uh um to come and help them it'd be kite man doll man uh matter lad, that might might just flying in to
0: help everyone who was referenced appeared that <laughs> no, it'd be I, incredible I was, I was surprised by the heartfelt moment with uh golf inside the uh cop's body just kind of mm-hmm. like we finally got a reason speaking of that moment she was like, oh, Judo, Ma- Judo-, Judo-, Judo Master understood <laughs> us. I'm like, that's why he joined you?
1: <laughs> that's it. Judo Master needs some needs some story.
0: Yeah, he, if there was a weak point, it was Judo Master because it felt like he was more of a running gag than a character. Yeah. And that that's a shame because I think Nut uh, Lee is his name, right? Mm-hmm did a great job and it's just he did this character so well but it was like you're not doing much with him though i feel like he's a season two character because him standing by the dead butterflies did feel heavy he yeah was he was sad by it he's a little sad he was he was bummed but he was still eating his fucking
1: cheetos
0: yeah it's <laughs> just okay oh <laughs> uh, it's oh man I will say the cow design, holy crap. Oh my gosh, people were saying it looked like Silky from Teen Titans. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just a lot bigger. Well, actually, now that you say it, yeah, it could have (laughs) been. I I do love how they take it out. I didn't expect it. I thought he was going to shoot it. Mm -hmm. Then Adebayo Adebayo wearing the helmet and just shooting her into its guts and falling out and going, ew. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, God, oh. I, I was hoping it would sprout wings, and Peacemaker would jetpack up to fight it. Yeah, we still didn't get a jetpack. I was, oh man, I was a little bummed. I thought season two, hopefully, up. yeah, but we got a shield to make the he's a DC's Captain America people misunderstand it even more. Yeah. Oh
1: my God, the shield. God, when 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 him, vigilante, and hardcore are walking out and then do you want to taste it starts playing? You know, this is what this that is what it started good. leading to. And just the fight seems incredible. The way he throws the shield and shoots it.
0: <laughs> that was so good. And it's like that's the one thing that Cap never does is he doesn't he uses his shield against stuff, but like he never uses a gun anymore. So you don't get any cool trajectory changes like he did here. Really mm-hmm. clever, brutal takedowns with that shield. <laughs> yeah really and the one thing that i was like where did he get the shield did
1: they go home first because he didn't have it oh yeah he had all his helmets mm-hmm.
0: i guess it was with his helmets because <laughs> we didn't see him grab it maybe maybe someone else grabbed it someone made it for him i love the callback that he had the dove on the weapon
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but i have to say mvp goes to the economist
1: yeah man really oh. um oh my god Steve Agee. Man, he's been pissing people off online. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit. People are like, oh. it's so unprofessional, so unprofessional. Okay, so you can sit there and shit talk the guy's show and him. But when he says something back, that's unprofessional.
0: He's uh, He gets extra points for that, man. Mm-hmm. I hope we get way more of it. I love that like, he has the picture a vigilante secret identity and just puts it on this table (laughs) yeah it's like i thought he was keeping a secret is it just over now Mm -hmm. uh but i his dye beard story the emotions i love how especially in the beginning was like why are you here bag okay bag 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 (laughs) bag Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> there's there's a lot of great moments, and it's just all such an emotional story. I I do think I'm really surprised that Amanda Waller was put on the spot. Mm-hmm. I love her on the couch. Just oh, that's
1: that's a whole bag of worms, dude. Yeah. All right, so you know, Leota just she. Boom, it's all out there. Project Butterfly, Task Force X, Project Starfish, everything. It's all out there. Argus is exposed, and it's all thrown onto Amanda Waller. Yeah. And Amanda Waller is the kind of person that she is not going down. She's gonna like, you know, there's a lot of witnesses of Task Force X. (laughs) And and based on dialogue between Boomer and Harley in Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad there were multiple missions uh, before in between the films. So yeah. there's definitely, you know, there's there's members of the Suicide Squad we don't know about that, you know, may have survived those missions, but I just, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that, a, that Waller's going to have to, you know, take care of. Deadshot, Katana, Killer Croc. Maybe TDK, maybe Weasel. I'm assuming they found Weasel because he's a tracker. He's trackable. Yeah, he's he should be trackable. But I'm just saying, I mean, I feel like there's I I just really want to see some of these characters, especially Katana. Gunn talks about he didn't use Katana in the Suicide Squad because he only wanted to use pure villains. And Katana's not that. No. But I feel like Katana's definitely gonna want you know, a piece of peacemaker, you know. <laughs> after what he did the flag. Give me the soul. Oh.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine? her showing up, and someone going, oh, Rick Flagg told me about her. This is Katana. Oh, no. she, had his, she had his back. <laughs> she has his back. Her sword can suck your soul just every time, and she just gets pissed off and sucks the guy's soul out. like Kills <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, but, you so know, good.
1: knowing Amanda Waller, she's going to do whatever she can to cover this up. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there's definitely
0: going to be an exciting season two there. I'm curious how much she'll be involved. I feel like this is a perfect setup for a secret six project of some kind. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, she could at one point, uh, I mean, she's not the original Mockingbird, but at one point she did become mock. She was Mockingbird and she did employ them.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I mean, the first, the first Mockingbird is, is, have you read secret six? We read the,
0: I haven't in a while to be fair.
1: Oh, okay. Well it was um uh it was like it was it was Lex Luthor of the main oh, world. Yeah, yeah, I remember but yeah. It was Lex Luthor hiring villains to take out Earth two Lex Luthor, who was <laughs> yeah. who was uh acting as Earth one Lex Luthor.
0: As yeah. Luthor was like forcing all the villains on Earth to be a part of his society. I'm starting to remember. Yeah, that was a weird story. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked villains united. And it was called that, but it was literally a Secret Six story, and then it followed into Simone's
1: uh, mini run, and then um, her main run, and then there's some there's a brief stint in action comics and Birds of Prey, but
0: I think there's a real good setup here for Secret Six. I think, I think definitely, and there's a lot, like, I think Peacemaker as a character is going to stick around. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to use Vigilante, they have him technically... Um, and there's a lot of like, you know, there's been theories about Bane as well for a while now. So <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of possibility. And we'll, I think, like, the question is is season two, if it's going to be out next year, that means we have a direct, con- uh, you know, continuation of this story. And mm-hmm. that may be like the fallout of Adebayo putting, pretty much putting everything out there. Yeah. We also don't know because I think, uh, heart, heart uh, damn it, <laughs> I forget the name. Black Adam, we're going to see. hmm uh her return. Yeah. I um, her name
1: Har- oh, damn
0: it. Uh hardcore. Um, yeah, hardcore. I don't know. A Harkonnen is something. I can't yeah. remember what it is. It for some reason it's stuck in my head. <laughs> but hardcore. She we we have a lot of theories that she's gonna return. And uh, the question yeah, it, is that a follow up from this or not? You know it's basically um it's basically I mean
1: it's Gun and Gun and hardcourt or no Gun Holland and, Bo- and Agui literally confirmed it. Agui in an interview with the Direct literally said, "Yeah, I don't think I'm showing up in Black Adam with her." Uh, one of yeah. them was <laughs> <brothers laughs> like, "God damn it!" <laughs> uh. Shut up, Agui.
0: Come on. So that was like when she got shot in the end. I was like, "Wait, isn't she somewhere else? Is she dead?" Mm-hmm. I, I was a, I was a little like I like she, her surviving did have me go, really. That. Yeah, she's she's been laying there for a while now. <laughs> she got that plot armor. <laughs> they all did. I thought someone was going to die from the main yeah. scene. I was surprised that no one did out, outside of Myrn. Mer- but Myrn made the most sense because he was a butterfly. So if he didn't get killed, he was going to die either way at the end of this.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We all thought somebody's going to die because you know it's like a gun thing. You know, got to kill someone.
2: Yeah. Someone's
1: going to die. But nah.
0: Uh, I worry for Guardians Three. Oh God, bloodbath! Uh, could you imagine though that the deaths are in the holiday special? <laughs> mm-hmm. He just is like, oh, volley of oh, is not that bad. F- holiday special, everyone <laughs>
1: dies. Could you imagine? They they oh they just kill somebody there and then boom. Let's wait a few months for the follow up.
0: Oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll have to see you know it's it's got i i wouldn't be surprised if we get a peacemaker holiday special too at this point oh,
1: i'm telling you the first the first dc crossover needs to be a Gunn has said he wants to do a musical and a western the first dc should dc crossover should be a musical with music meister as the villain directed by james gunn bat might mm-hmm everyone Everyone's here, <laughs> and then
0: you just have like Peacemaker in the background doing his dance from the intro. Yeah, they're all singing. Seems familiar. <laughs> oh man, like that's the thing—we're in an era where anything can happen. Yeah, and that's the exciting thing. I think Peacemaker was such a good series that further solidified what potential we have going into the market and go for for Warner Brothers for everyone involved. I can't wait. There's going to be a lot of exciting things, and he's already hinting at his first spinoff.
1: Yeah. Yes, he is. Can't wait for that. But to that. But it might seems like it might, it might take a while to get here. So well, the thing is,
0: well, if Peacemaker season two is first, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the question is, how involved is he going to be?
1: Yeah, I hope.
0: I'd hope quite involved. I think so. I don't think he's going to write it all though. I think he might give that to someone else. I feel like. Mm, I
1: feel like if he doesn't do all of something, I feel like if he does do all of something, it, it, it'd have to be the writing. Gunn is a big, big writer. He, True. you know, he, he, re, he completely rewrote suicide, the suicide squad because there had already been a few, um, few treatments and screenplays done, but, yeah. um, and you know, guardians two and guardians one and, Especially the guardian the holiday special. God, I-, <laughs> I just know
0: that I just know that's rooted out of the Star Wars holiday special. It's like a given. But um if we have an entire section of Groot meeting his family and everyone <sighs> just speaks in I am Groot without a subtitle, I'm mm-hmm. going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I could imagine Gun picks up like the pilot of the new show and maybe this maybe the the, maybe yeah, the finale. Um depending on where he shoots it, to be honest
0: too wherever it's
1: at because you know uh, peacemaker was canada
0: i mean i wouldn't be surprised what what gun seems to do is he jumps from he does like three or two projects back to back yeah and then takes like a short break and then does another round so i wouldn't be surprised if he does a short break after guardians three because he did what suicide squad peacemaker and then guardians and the holiday special and the holiday special so he's probably going to take a short break and then jump to peacemaker season two he's going to plan a wedding now oh yeah yeah, they're getting married, him and Jennifer Holland. They've been together like seven years, too. Oh, man, good for them. Mm-hmm. If he's listening to this podcast, congratulations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on his way to on his way to set, he's looking to listen to us. Maybe, <laughs> we're maybe up. we're the ones putting the Rick and Morty things on his, <laughs> on his cart.
0: Wouldn't that It's just yeah, <laughs> you guys? You guys don't know the truth, but this is actually—it's all us. It's yeah, all. Joe actually fun. sneaks over there in the morning. On a, he gets on a plane, like yeah, 3 I fly over. I I drop it off, fly back. Mm-hmm. Call Justin Royland, say I did it. <laughs> we have a schedule. I'll take over next week, and then he's a week on after. <laughs> but I swear to God, if this is not building up to Justin Royland playing some character on this in this film, I don't know what <laughs> he's doing. <laughs>
1: Nothing. He's just he's just messing with us. Somebody's doing it. <laughs> that'd
0: be hilarious. It's actually Chris Parnell. That's the twist. <laughs> he's he's actually playing a dude named Jerry Smith in Guardians of Three. <laughs> Rick Rick Sanchez shows up. <laughs> uh he's owned by Warner Brothers. Ooh, that would have been a fun. <laughs> he was in I mean they put him in Space Jam. Well, a Warner Brothers film, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be could you imagine?
0: Out of all <laughs> characters that show up. Just shows up. It's like when when he shows up in the background of the Flash. <laughs> Maybe that was the deal to have Ezra Miller film on the Guardian set. Mm-hmm. Oh, the lot thickens. Ezra Miller in, is in Guardians of the Galaxy Three. I like so. Let's be honest. He filmed this one sequence there, and mm-hmm. you're t- not telling me he wouldn't do a cameo. We had Mantis in G- Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I can't imagine they wouldn't have him appear in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like as a background alien. He's just grooving in the background. Just is like, oh, I'll be right back in a flash. It just walks away. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just.
1: Um, I just, I wonder how, cause you know, Ezra was like super, Ezra's always down for a flash cameo. It seems he oh, yeah. honestly, There's honestly good choice. He shows up as buried, a buried alien in, um, <laughs> in, in a Marvel film soon with the multiverse. Imagine he shows up in uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness.
0: <laughs> that would be funny. Because, you know,
1: Ezra's like, apparently, gonna talked about um, Ezra was a fan of James Gunn movies, which means, you know, touch of that pissed some people off, but whatever. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, let's do it. Right he's- on.
0: No, no, Ezra Miller is Quicksilver as part of the U- Illuminati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be that be. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. <laughs> no matter what role he has, it's always a speedster. <laughs> god, could you
1: imagine if? Um, I No, it's curious. Not not that, but um, last year you know, uh, Gadot um, had suited up as Wonder Woman once or twice, or yeah, twice for some films. I'm surprised they didn't um, try to get her in on. Um, but I, I guess then if. You know, if Gadot was there and the only one wasn't there was Superman, that'd be odd, but
0: I don't know. It seemed weird because she definitely filmed something but wasn't here mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. I don't know if they were like, uh, you know, I don't know if Gal Gadot was like, I don't really want to be part of it or something. I don't I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Maybe it was some scheduling issues because like the Ezra Miller was like a last edition anyway.
1: Yeah, and I guess yeah, no, she did do her filming in uh well she did her filming in Atlanta and uh the UK. Yeah. Maybe Glasgow. I forget. But, yeah.
0: I She's at home, but a lot watching the finale is like, I oh, been- I forgot. She was pregnant during Peacemaker.
1: Oh, yeah. Peacemaker
0: filming. Yeah, she was that pregnant. makes sense. She sits at home. It's like, I had to be pregnant. I got to have told Barry to fuck off. Come on. Mm-hmm.
1: But <laughs> then again, I guess I guess they did do um as well. I mean, yeah, then she's probably working on something else. So, yeah, probably didn't
0: have the time. It's just time for it did not work out. So. It's a shame, but like we did get like uh, pictures from behind the scenes that it was definitely her. I think it was her first Wonder Woman costume, wasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, Superman's was definitely Henry Cavill's. Mm-hmm. Big one is though, and we might have to, you know, talk about the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. There was a Batman cameo and a cyborg cameo filmed, but they were cut.
1: See, that's that's it's very telling for like the Superman situation because yeah. if Henry Cavill's not Superman anymore why was he there because you know ben's yeah. not batman why was you know he wasn't there why wasn't um you know we know cyborg the situation there is yeah. uh quite uh sensitive but it's you know it was obvious why he wasn't there no so no, but gun you know gun wanted to restore the snyderverse
0: wb Gunn wasn't was having
1: it gun was all I, in he was like let's restore the snyderverse though was like no
0: that's not I, kind of ironic, given how some people talk about what he does and trying mm-hmm. to destroy it. And he was like the one person trying to reunite it
1: <laughs> yeah. because they don't understand. He's just, you know, purely a fan. He loves the comics yeah. and people are just so stuck in their echo chamber that they can't let any other opinion into their heads, their thick skulls
0: which is a shame because he does like care about it. Like he, he looks mm-hmm. at continuity. He brought them in I mean, he made the first suicide squad work with the second one, even though it's very much a soft reboot. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the thing he does care and he did bring them in for it. He definitely talked
1: with David Ayer, him and David Ayer yeah. uh, interact a
0: lot on uh, Twitter and Avery Ayer's like, there's no bad blood. We're good. It's, it's a shame and it's a shame that it drag it down. It's, also, a shame that Warner Brothers would go go out of their way to keep them out. I think it would have been just a nice little touch, especially Cyborg. Who, let's be honest, it's uncertain if Cyborg has a history mm-hmm. with Warner Brothers in DC at this point. Yeah, he's a big player for the Teen Titans, a big player for the Justice League, and it's just so bizarre to have him like just be a no show completely. He's just,
1: I just have a feeling Flashpoint is going to do something or not flashpoint the flashpoint is going to do something that a lot of people are going to be upset with and i you know we don't know exactly what yet yeah
0: but i just feel like it just looks like they're going to remove him from continuity sadly and i think they're probably going to end up recasting him at some point which is a shame (laughs) because ray fisher did did a great job and it's just so especially at the dumb comments from joss whedon it's like Mm, there's no winning from this Ray was trying to, you know, Ray
1: was trying to tell the story. He had a,
0: he had a vision for cyborg, and it was a good vision that worked. I mean,
1: the Snyder Cut showed us that. And then Weeding came in and just gave, him, you know, all this bullshit. Like you gotta say, booya. No one really cares that much. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's from a cartoon. It makes sense in a cartoon. Here, it's just like, come on. It's not the tone. It doesn't fit. It's not. It doesn't fit the character.
0: It makes no sense. Yeah, it's it sadly is a thing where sir you know that kind of service took over um and they were trying to make the character they're trying to make the character something he wasn't and the Mm -hmm. original pitch for him is just way more intriguing and it's okay to move away from these well-established concepts I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Batman v Superman but I still Mm -hmm. really respect the story he was going with because he was trying to tell a God versus man kind of story with a lot of elements. It was just the pacing that was my personal issue. Yeah.
1: it um, And it's just, it, they weren't, they were just rushing so much character development. Like I could see maybe down the line, Cyborg, you know, a much more, you know, evolved character who'd come to terms with who he is and just looking, and looking at the bright side of life, maybe he just starts, you know, acting yeah. like maybe his comic or not her cartoon counterpart may, but I just, you know, I could just see them replace it. They're going to, they're going to do something to replace him. And it's just, it's going to anger a lot of people because, you know, rightfully so, you know, we, if we want Cyborg. We don't want. Yeah. And I could just see them shooting another character in there. And that character's going to get a bunch of unnecessary hate. That actor's going to get a bunch of hate. And it's just going to be sad.
0: It's, it's sadly what it is. But we're about, you know, we're moving into a new, let's say, a new generation of the DCEU that's going to be very different. And. We'll see how exactly flat you know the flash changes it potentially i mean we know well a good seg- a segue into the, the news aspect is that you know michael keaton is definitely taking over a bigger role as batman he <laughs> we, he was seen or at least <laughs> Joe Joe be careful
1: be careful you're gonna anger
0: people saying that <laughs> good <laughs> oh, they're gonna come for us so you can't say michael keaton is batman sorry uh michael keaton is a batman michael okay, keaton is, is just a big fan he's a he's a big fan uh, <laughs> could you imagine the plot twist he's not actually batman he just pretends he's just, to be he's just a big guy <laughs> he's a big fan <laughs> he's the actual version of bruce wayne who's just so filthy rich he pretends to be batman because he's a fan of batman it's for shits and giggles <laughs> <laughs> so how why did you build uh the batmobile like that that can't even make turns it's fun. <laughs> Shit's a dude. I got the money. I got the pocket change. But did you see the hook? It can take a left turn. To <laughs> put one on the other <laughs> side. Did not think it through.
2: <laughs>
0: <sighs> it's. But you know, we got a, a look at this new costume, and it looks mm-hmm. great. I mean, it definitely looks like an updated version of the original, mm-hmm. the original 1989 version, which I I yeah. was surprised.
1: The new cowl looks great.
0: Amazing. Can he move in that? It still looks like the old cowl that restricts his head. So the <laughs> material must be a new thing to let him move. Yeah, it looks a little. It doesn't look as bulky as it once did. Yeah, but I did notice the uh, the cowl, the top element, is a, like has a straight line, which is curious. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks a little goofy on top, but it it does work as a as an ensemble. And I'm really really curious to see it. But I do think like the pants were looser because it seemed like it was made for a stunt double. Yeah. But, hey, we're getting Michael Keaton. I still, I still cannot believe that during DC fandom. They didn't reveal his face after showing artwork and confirming him in. Yeah, it. Yeah, really. <laughs> and a year later, like Batman's gonna be in it. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> people, were, people were trying to compare it to like,
1: to like Spider Man and everything. And like, come on, no. like one was one was reported by the trades like two years ago, and one was a surprise for the movie, which really wasn't a surprise. But you know.
0: It was still never officially confirmed. It was something mm-hmm. where, like, Izzy, aren't they? You know, it went back for months. That why they're that's why they didn't even need to release a trailer for the film to come as big as it did. Mm-hmm. But we're like talking about something that's been confirmed for two years and a year ago confirmed by the actual creative team behind it. And you're making a big deal out of him being there, but you don't show his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the bit I was more upset that and that they didn't give a spotlight to supergirl yeah We're really in the background with another barry allen i'm like why is this trailer like epic but not at the same time what is happening right now <laughs> yeah
1: right oh, sorry it's god November's. it's yeah. gonna be a hellscape leading up to that movie dude
0: Oof. it's <laughs> hellscape. i mean we got a lot coming our way like isn't it insane that next week it's it's already time for freaking Batman. It's beginning. It's beginning. Ooh, God, time flies. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It, so, but, but the thing is, like with with Batman and with that, you know, Batgirl, where we know we're gonna get Michael Keaton in Batgirl, so mm-hmm. we definitely know that there's something gonna happen about his role in the story at some point because we saw photos of Commissioner Gordon as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, J.K. Simmons looking fire looking dude amazing looks, looks great. Does not age i'm telling yeah. you he does not age he looks better with age if at all i love the red hair i was like hey yeah <laughs> he got younger by 20 years by making his head bright red <laughs> i so the question do you think it's a flashback or are we just gonna go with midlife prices <laughs> i'm thinking flashback Damn it. I, Midlife Crisis Gordon would be so much funnier. <laughs> just his daughter constantly, why? What do you mean? Why, why are you Don't dying your pretty? hair? <laughs> and just one point he goes, not my tempo. <laughs> <sighs> I, I'm excited. I think Batgirl looks great from what we've seen. I like the costume. I like the direction it's going. I'm really curious about Robin showing up because that was teased. Mm-hmm. But we did get a one big confirmation teaser in that DCEU promo. Yeah. Look at the Justice Society. Dude, that, that teaser
1: was chock full. We had our first look at Aquaman too, which was which basically just looked like stage footage, but you know, still yeah. cool.
0: Gossam looks great in action, the blue mm-hmm. one.
1: But No, the JSA, wow. Hawkman looks insane.
0: I love the color they went with. The mm-hmm. gold and red works so well.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: He looks great. He looks his wings and poof the helmet and everything. They went all out. And I think like, it looks organic too. It looks like organic wings that he can bring out. Mm-hmm. The only thing I I'm not
1: totally sold on in the helmet, is I think the wings are a little too flappy. The the, mm-hmm. the head wings. I think they could be a little
0: more stationary. True. Yeah. yeah. But um other than that he looks really great. <laughs> he can he can flap his wings on his helmet like to get him, like a little extra ground like Yoshi. And speed just, boost. <laughs> the extra speed boost. <laughs> I I am surprised that Dr. Fate has no, you know, he has no freaking eye holes. He has No eyes.
1: People think it might be because Nabu takes over and doesn't need them. Oh. And it's just it's just, you know, um Ca- you know, caution so he doesn't get shot in the face and lose his host. True.
0: But like we see him wear the he- you hold the helmet so it's not like he's constantly in control and that's also uncommon. Normally Dr. Mm-hmm. Fate doesn't let go. Like he's always in control. So yeah. either they have a deal or something but it's, it's just curious because normally he always at least had some kind of eye or because you know maybe they realized it just looked a little funny and they didn't want to go that way but mm-hmm. like Moon Knight is giving us glowing white eyes yeah it still looks right i mean the costume the helmet looks very comic accurate it's just the you know the missing eye holes is like especially because the reflection makes it look like he has it on one side but once you see the helmet later like oh wait no he has none he sees nothing
1: (laughs) yeah i'm 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 quite excited dr Fate's like one of my favorite comic book characters all time Mm. all time so
0: Oh, I'm excited. I I loved his design and his character for a long time, so I'm and, really excited to see what they do with him. Yeah, and Atmosphere looks great. They gave him the mask, more white eyes. There it works. Uh,
1: <laughs> I want to see. Uh, I want to see uh, Cyclone in action. We didn't get to see them in action. Cyclone was just in walking. The, uh, yeah, she walking. Was just walking. That's all she did. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see them like you know, tornado
0: up. Wind up, you know what I mean? Let's go. Well, do you think they'll get Red Tornado as well? Um or a callback.
1: Ma uncle, her her grandma, who was the first Red Tornado, like an honorary like JSA member, was reported to be in the movie, but um I'm not sure if she made it to the final cut. Yeah. Just based on rumblings from test screenings. I don't know if Ma uncle made it to the final cut.
0: Would be a shame though if they don't. Yeah,
1: because uh, they had they they were they were casting for a transgender actress to mm-hmm. play my uncle. but it does not look like
0: that happened. So. Yeah. Oh, we can only maybe we can only hope. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. JSA. JSA is happening. And we got one more, I think, big news, surprise news. What the hell's going on? What's happening to the world? The Wonder Twins are getting a film. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the Wonder Twins. Super friends. <laughs> Isn't it incredible that they have lasted as long as they have considering mm-hmm. what a bizarre function. They... It's, it's, you know, we make fun. The Wonder Twins has always been like the Joe characters of all Joe characters, even next to Um, freaking (laughs) uh, Aquaman at the time early on, so them like getting their own film is just insane,
1: yeah. And it's, it's, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in that, and it's just perfect for HBO Max.
0: But, though, it's uh, Adam Steikill, yeah, he did, he um, he the current uh, script
1: or the script they used for Black Adam was the one he wrote, so I'm assuming they're quite pleased with Black Adam.
0: It's it's definitely seems like and I think it's probably a selling point for them to be like, hey, we gotta do more with this. So that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's um I think it's I, I haven't I honestly
1: haven't read it yet. I, I I should. I'm I'm a fake fan, I haven't read it yet, but I know um <laughs> God, let me let me let me let me look it up real quick. But a few years ago, or at least one or two years ago, uh Wonder Twins mini came out. Um and I heard it was really well received and really, really well. Um yeah so yeah they're high school students so i oh yeah they'll definitely go the high school student um, angle with these
0: two it makes sense it also makes them stand out from other projects so i mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised but i'm I'm really curious especially with you know their abilities how they're going to do it they're probably going to base it base it on the most recent run
1: yeah definitely i i, I sure hope so and i hope we get gleek Love Gleek, yeah. their monkey. Need their monkey. And I, I'm just curious how they're going to do their powers because, you know, um, Xan is uh, water based and Jane is, a mo- Jane is like animal based. So it's such
0: a bizarre combo to this day. Yeah. Really, uh,
1: really odd characters.
0: Like the funny thing is, is that even, you know, when I was a kid, my mother would make fun of the whole Wonder Twins and go, form of iceberg. And that's all <laughs> she would do. <laughs> Yeah. I remember the, um,
1: the justice league cartoon, um, in one of its later seasons, they did a whole thing about, um, clones. Like there was this clone superhero team, um, and they used the wonder twins, but they like drastically like remade them. Yeah. Um, they were called downpour and shifter and they were based on the wonder twins. And there was also like, um, apache chief and uh black vulcan and a few other characters that they had just um they changed for the show and god they're like they were like they were like uh albinos with long long hair that wore purple like armor hmm. hmm. it's really <laughs> wild i wonder if the wonder twins were at batman batman um Raven the bold
0: that was a great <laughs> show Wait, let me check. Brave and the bold Wonder or twins. They seem like the perfect. West yeah, because you're there. Yeah, nothing. Oh, wow. Well, damn, shame. They would have been perfect for that show. Great show, though, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. I was talking about it. I was thought last night on the timeline. I was like, damn, good show. Every time I talk about it, um, I was I always highlight that Dieter or Be- uh, Dieter Badrich was amazing.
0: I such or a Dietrich, good Beta, voice. Yeah. Dietrich Bader, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah,
1: yeah and every, I, um, every, every time I um, every time he always responds, he was like, Thank you so much, that means a lot. And I was like, Yeah, man, oh. you're great, <laughs> everyone loves you.
0: I remember like when when he got the role, people were like, Oh, you know, he can't do the voice. Oh, it's gonna mm-hmm. it's goofy too. He's like the most serious, he has such a perfect tone. I think it was he did the voice in the Brave of the Bold Scooby Doo crossover again. I was like, Y'all, oh, give me more of him, come on yeah but
1: i think um there's just like with hbo max it just it's this is what they should be doing with it you know using this platform to grow their world and their their extended universe with like some of the lesser-known characters that you know can get their start here and eventually move their way to film yeah and you know because you know the wonder twins are not nobody's people know who they are definitely you know older audiences know who they are and you know a lot of those older audiences are the ones that are like um going through streaming services and channels looking for something to watch and they're going to say oh the wonder twins have a movie you know i used
0: to watch them with super friends so
1: fun <laughs>
2: yeah
0: uh, we got we got an exciting timeline ahead of us that's that's definitely and i think i think dc is at a point where they're finally pushing forward and i really really am looking forward to what happens because not only do we have the dcu we have matt reeves batman verse Batverse, mm-hmm. or however he wants to call it So we're going to be eating good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well,
1: (laughs) some of us will be eating good. (laughs) Touche. Yeah.
0: Oh, they're going to find this episode and kill us. (laughs) Good. 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 Uh, But I think we're going to wrap it up. We got some exciting stuff to do. We are not too far from the Batman finally coming out. Dear listener, if you want to say next week, sorry, no worries. (laughs) It's exciting. I'm, I'm really excited for it. My girlfriend does not care for Batman, but is a hu- huge Robert Pattinson fan. So we're definitely watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds colliding there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But dear listeners, if you want to stay up to date on anything, Batman, DC, Flash, whatever your heart desires in pop culture, be sure to follow murphysmultiverse.com. And if you want to chat with us, you can find John on...
1: Twitter at Wild Patrol. And please
0: can, please well, D patrol <laughs> and you can find me on that up t-h-a-t-a-b-e-r-l we are so excited for the future of dceu and we cannot wait to share more stuff with you guys in the future until then